0: we're live <laughs> let's see we're live hello everyone welcome to another episode of red line <laughs> hello chris
1: how hey you? how are you doing <laughs>
0: we're doing good how are you i'm high good.
1: Well, let good. Me wonder- you were saying earlier how it feels like a monday right we had friday that was like a half day right for most people then we have monday that we were like okay well doesn't make sense to really work on monday if we're gonna be off on tuesday right And then here we are today
0: yeah here we are today i hope you guys had a great fourth of july um thank you for um coming to another episode of redline we do have a great show for you guys i'm abby joseph your tax strategist
1: i'm christopher bush your financial advisor
0: and welcome to redline hit us victor (laughs) that's honey. That's Hunter. Welcome back. Um, are you excited about the show tonight?
1: I am. I am just kind of getting everything together. So, look, you know, this. I mean, I guess the month of June, we kind of spent with going yeah. over business funding, business well, business credit, business funding, uh, business plans. What else we talk about?
0: Um, business structure. We went over Our business structure. structure. Yeah, we went over business credit. Um, last week. Um, We had a great episode last week with um, business credit. So tonight, guys, and for the next couple of nights, we're going to kind of dig on um, business funding and also contracting. Right. So um, tonight we want to talk about um, how your financials should look like. Right. We're going to go over what are the banks looking for and how you yourself should prepare as either an entrepreneur um a contractor um you know a, a small business owner or if you're just an individual that is now starting your business and you are needing funds um and how to actually be prepared for that um now when you started your business chris um did you did you actually have to get help or did you already have money
1: uh actually no i really just bootstrapped it all right um you know, I guess from a real estate pr- perspective, um, I have done situations where I did some private lending um, in real estate. Right. Uh, you know, once I learn and understand how real estate worked and uh, able to do deals and wholesaling, um, able to say, hey, look, we have a property. Right. Well, I didn't want to use my money, but, you know, I can take an equity stake in the property, um, but then give other private investors, you know, opportunity to buy in and maybe get a promised 10 or 12 percent interest rate. Right. So, you know, so I learned how to do that early on. But as far as for me, you know, I run a financial service business. And I think, you know, one of the most powerful things to to be in, you know, in the service industry is that most service industries you don't need. You don't have a lot of startup costs. Right. The only the only startup costs that you have is your 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 sweat equity of you learning a skill. Right. You learning how to communicate with clients um, or people about knowledge that, you know. Right. And for you doing that, you don't really have to have, okay a hundred thousand dollars or hey I need to get business credit no if you learn a skill having an appointment know how to market you don't have you don't need money to yeah I guess it's so cliche People say, oh you have to have money to make money uh, somewhat yes, No, right I mean you know so a lot of times you don't you have to have an idea you have that there has to be a problem that you can solve that you can then provide value to um, but a lot of times that doesn't necessarily need money um, you just need a market, you know, and that's what I love about the service industry. So I've never had to quote unquote use funding um, in the beginning of my career. What about you?
0: Um, I didn't, I didn't have to go to the bank, but what I did do um, was um, I did get a business credit card, and yep. I did use that business credit card to kind of fund um um my my business when I started. So and just like you said, you know, if if it's It's easier when you are providing a service than when you are selling a product, right? When you're selling a product, you need to create inventory, right? So you need to actually at least um, spend in in the front end, right? And then make the difference or even more in the back end. But when it is service, as long you have an audience and as long you have a, a good. You know, um, idea, then it's a little bit easier. But one of the things that I do remember going to the bank, I do remember going to the bank and um, asking for a small business loan. And I do remember being rejected. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I do remember being rejected because one, right, my credit. Remember last week we talked about yeah. credit one, my personal credit wasn't so good. So regardless if, if I was asking for a business loan, um, or a private loan, because my personal credit wasn't so good, I didn't get approved. Also two, um, one of the things that I had to consider is what it is that I can't afford because what, what I didn't want to do was take out this loan and, and business don't business. Usually you don't start making money up front. And then I, but that, that loan still needed to be paid on a monthly base. So I didn't get a proof for loan, but I did get a proof for a credit card, which was weird. Um, I did get a proof for a credit card. Um, my, I remember my brother-in-law co-signed for my credit card. (laughs) I was a hot mess. In the beginning, I was a hot mess, (laughs) y'all. Listen, I know some of you guys can relate. So I, I didn't, I wasn't approved for the loan, but I was approved for a credit card and I used that credit card. So tonight I want us to kind of, kind of break down what is it that the banks are looking for, right? What are the steps? To um, getting funded, either for um, for your startups or if your business is an e-commerce, if it's a product that you are selling, what other banks are looking for? Like, I get clients that says to me, "Hey Abby, like especially my restaurant owners or even real estate, you know, um, the bank are needing my financial reports. How should my financial reports look like?" So in a uh, in a in an accounting um, setting, it's different, but in a financial it's a little bit different. So when it comes to um, the financial end, Chris, give us a little bit idea. What is it that the banks are looking for, and how funding looks like?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I really think it goes hand in hand with. It, I guess the finance, from a finance side, accounting side, it's really more. Uh, I guess more of the accounting part, right? What it looks like, you know. I think we talked about in the early episodes of how mo- majority of the time, like if you have a consistent paycheck right when you look at a job they're going to be be able to finance more right so i think when so when you're setting up yourself as a business i thought i think when you really want to start to gain a little bit more capital of course there's things that you can do in the interim but when you want to gain capital and you are paying yourself on payroll you can show that you're getting a w-2 you can show that your business is actually profitable each and every month Right. That you can have bank statements and you can easily go show them. You can have P&Ls at a click of a button. Right. Uh, when you can have a balance sheet, a lot of times, too, they want to say, OK, they want to see your last year. Right. Stubs yeah. or or, or uh, uh, P&Ls. But also they want to see your current one year to date. So a lot of times people say, OK, well, they always wait to the last minute. Right to do their PLs or consolidate their books, but it's so important if you keep that part always active, you would never be in a situation to where you got to think about, okay, how am I going to put these financials together just so I can get approved for the loan? No, this is how my business is operating every single month, and I'm always approvable, right? I guess that, that even that's a word, right? I'm always that way,
0: yeah. And that's a perfect, perfect answer. Um, you need to walk in the shoes. Of, of of a business, right? Uh, and when we think of business, and it's so funny because people always think accounting, right? Um, when they think of an accountant, they think of someone that works with numbers all day. Um, But the true definition of accounting is the language of business, right? So if we can understand the language of business and we can speak it, then we understand the financial part of the business. So having a up-to-date P&L, like you said, is very important, guys. So what are the banks are looking for? They're looking for a P&L that shows, that has a net income that's not showing, you know, a loss every year. So if you're making about-
1: That's that's huge, Abby, right there a lot of times in the beginning we're so everybody's oh man I'm, I'm gonna claim a loss i'm gonna claim a loss i want to get money back but then you 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 suffocate yourself from actually getting that um, um that lending or that progress that you need so it's not you know understand you want to take a loss but at the same time you got to show a profit right because again it's gonna look at yourself as a hobby at some point but oh, go man. ahead i didn't mean i didn't mean to cut you off no
0: you perf- you are perfectly fine it is absolutely correct so understand that you are in business to make money so when the bank looks at your financial report and they're looking at you with p l and every year you you have a loss then you're not really running a profitable business right i say this to my traders right um in order for you to be trading under an entity you need to be a profitable trader you need to show irs that you know this brings bread this brings bed this was what Brings food to your table. So if you're running a business, they need to see stability, right? Consistency, cash flow. So then, when you're looking at your P and would say, listen. Um, statistically, yes. iOS is when iOS when iOS look at your business, IRS is saying, you know what, the first five years, it's okay um, if you are at a loss. The banks do not care what IRS is looking at. The banks is looking at, listen, I need to see profit because it is a profit that's going to actually um, prove to the bank that you'll be able to give pay them their money back. Um, So when we're looking at your um, your P&L, one of the things that um, the banks do look at too. Is there, is there a specific item that you are spending a lot of money in? And what is it that you are spending a lot of money in? Is it, are you spending a lot of money in meals? Are you spending a lot of money in travels? Um, are you spending a lot of money on, um, W2 or subcontractors? Are you spending a lot of money in, um, inventory? So they are looking at that. So they are looking at one, are we are we having a net income, right? Two, our spending habits. W- what are we spending money in? And having a consistency cash flow. And what does that looks like? It's pretty much okay on a monthly basis. How much comes in? How much goes out? On a quarterly base, how much comes in, how much goes out. The reason why the bank in the last minute usually asks for your financial report is because they want to see the most up-to-date income. Yeah. So they'll ask you for your last two years, but then while you're closing on the loan, they'll be like, can you, can you, can you just ask your accountant to send us the most up-to-date financial report? That's because they want to see last month or current month, right? Yeah. They want to see this that consistency. And then when it comes to your balance sheets, what are they looking for? At? They're looking at do you have other loans? They're looking at your liabilities, right? Do you have all do you have a high um, um, credit card balance? They're looking at owner's contribution or owner's draw. Are you constantly taking money out of this business? One of the habits that I see business owners, small business owners do is they will take a loan right on the business, which is perfectly fine, but they never pay it back. Yeah, The bank is, the banks are looking at that too, but you also want to make sure that you start by considering what you can afford given your current income. So your expense, and other debt obligation. So you don't want to just jump into loan. You also want to look into um, what is it that you can afford of just because the bank says they'll give you $200,000 doesn't necessarily mean you should take $200,000. What? Listen, I, I, I see people be so quick to take loans and they get happy. Listen, I'm going to rebrand. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy that. But then boom, inflation happens. Now yeah. that loan don't go away. We still have to make that payment. And, um, and when we're looking at your, your business cash flow slows down. Right. So we're not talking about um, where to move money at this point. We're talking about budgeting.
1: Yeah. And, and I think but getting loans or even again, even using credit, it always it always has to relate to a, some type of income producing um, activity that money's coming back. Right. It can't be for just, hey, look, I'm getting that loan. I'm getting all this money to get things set up. Right. Now, again, you may need that money to get set up, but mm-hmm. at some point you gotta say, okay, I know that if I'm if I'm paying a thousand, twelve hundred, fifteen hundred dollars a month to service the loan, I mm-hmm. understand that, hey, look, I gotta get some money back from it. And I think that's where we kind of get in trouble because a lot of times you may not just you may not really need credit, you may not need to get loans, you may just need to go hustle, right? You may need to go, right? You may need to go run your business, you may need to go focus on profits on those type things, unless again. It, and I'm to th- kind of think about it cuz one of my one of my partners mm-hmm. um he actually has a business that he has a tangible product right okay. um so if you look up um, enjoyable okay um so it's a product for dogs um you know cuz you know try to get dogs from away from eating human food right but in the bottom of the dog bowl you actually put human food in it so but on top of the bowl you put like your real dog food so they smell the human food or chicken and that they love but they really just eat the dog food right oh. so in that situation right great invention he was actually on Steve Harvey or something you know um, so so great invention. So even something like that, okay, well, you need to buy inventory, okay? So you may need to, okay, well, I need loan, I need credit in order to buy inventory, right? So then I can go sell. So so at the same time, I would also want to see people have some type of proof of concept to show them they're able to get the product sold or get it moved before they just go buy a whole bunch of inventory, right? So, so it's a two-way street. Yes, you need capital to get inventory, but okay, now that you have inventory, can you move it? Because if you can't move the inventory, now you can't service the that, right, so so I, so all that comes in, you know, in, in steps, and that's what we have to really look at when we're building a business like that.
0: Yeah, I I I agree with you. So, the, and this is where you know when we talked about having a business plan it's yeah. so important because um, marketing, right? Marketing um, projection um, is 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 important. So, if we're projecting that we need to make three hundred thousand dollars a year, how much of that do we need to make monthly? Okay, yeah. out of expense, out of inventory. So I, I I agree with you 100%. It's one thing to get these loans, but you got to have a game plan. Yeah. And sometimes we really don't need the loan. And I really don't have a problem with the idea of using other people's money because I don't like to use mine. I'm 100% with using other people's money. But understand, other people's money is not your money. Other people's money needs to be paid back. Yeah. If it's your money, at any point you could tell yourself that, "Hey, listen, I had a rough quarter. You still okay?" But when it's other people's money, they don't care if you have a rough quarter. (laughs) They're looking, they're looking at to get paid, to get paid back. Um,
1: I I guess I want to ask too, like just in a chat. I mean, if anybody that's watching now, um, you know, kind of let me know what kind of business do do any of you guys run a business now? And Mm -hmm. I kind of would like to hear if there's a situation. That makes sense. So you say, OK, Chris, well, I know that I need funding to get this growing. Like, what, what does that look like? If anybody's in the chat that wants to kind of um, talk to us a little bit on. I would love to kind of hear from you guys. Understand, OK, where? what type of companies are you running that you know that you need to accumulate. Right. Some additional funding to get your business moving. Right. Because I'm really I mean, there's just so many businesses right now that you can run online that, you you know, that you, you start. No I'm
0: down with the OPM. <laughs>
1: All right. Other people's money. Right. So, yeah, it just, I'm, I'm interested to kind of hear that. Like what would what, what, what kind of involve, you uh, know, and, and I guess when it, I'm thinking about different industries now, like if you're running a tech business, maybe you need, you know, loans or money for app development. Right? Well, but I, right. But I even feel that that's kind of risky. Right. Because a lot of time on an app, if you say, hey, look, I need to spend 50,000. 75000 on an app, that app is still not generating income. So yeah. how are you getting that financing? You still gotta pay that, that bill every, right? So yeah. th- those things are so important when I'm thinking about, you know, again, real estate would be a, a easy one. Cause again, that's okay. something that you can say, hey, look, I know I'm buying this property, you know, 60% under market value or 40% under market value, if I'm getting a loan or financing, I know that hey, look, I can finish the deal in six months, right? You know, depending upon today's interest rates, I'm going to factor in a buffer. Um, so that's some place that you can use other people's money. But I would, you know, a restaurant, a lot of people need up for funding.
0: restaurants are so like, um, restaurants to me are very, very risky. And, and it's, and it's not to say that it is not an industry that, that, that blooms, or it's not an industry that makes money. It's such an industry that you spend so much, you spend so much upfront, um, that, um, if location is so important geographically, right. Seasonality is so important. Um, Mm -hmm. the, 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 the food itself, so restaurants is a little bit tricky, uh, is a little bit tricky. And usually a lot of people that are running a restaurant or that's opening a restaurant, they actually usually need funding upfront. Now mm-hmm. I know you do. And for me on the other end, like, where would I need funding? Right. I would probably need funding if I'm looking to purchase another firm, right. I may need, I may say, you know what? I want to grow, right. I'm ready to enlarge my territory and I would like to purchase a fund, a, a, another firm. So I may go to the bank and say, hey, look, hey, listen, Bank of America or Chase, I need um, $150,000 to purchase this fund. Now, I may have that $150,000 sitting in my account, but I don't want to use my own money. So yeah. I'm going to use the bank money. Those are another example. Now, because I'm purchasing another fund, another firm, I already know I have, I will have their clientele. So I will have their books. So that gives me an idea of where I'm going to make my money back. Yeah. Um. So it's just so important to have a game plan of where you are going to get your money back before jumping into an idea. Like I'm an idealist. I can literally sit here and go over all kinds of idea with you, but without a game plan, that idea is just still an idea. Regardless if the bank gave you $200,000 and you have $200,000 without a game plan, you just, two, you just have $200,000 with an idea. Now with real estate, You've done real estate, Christopher. So when the, when you go to the bank, what is what is it that the bank are usually looking for?
1: Right. So number one, if you're going to do that for a personal property, if you're doing it for real estate purposes, um, a lot of times they, you know, banks want to see a track record of you actually doing it. Right. When it comes to real estate. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to be able to probably you're probably going to have to get your own first couple units on your own until a bank starts to trust you. That's why I do, normally suggest have a good local bank. Mm-hmm. um but again they're going to want the same stuff they're going to want a pnl they're going to want two months you're going to at least two to three months of, of a previous bank statements they're going to want to see your um business credit profile they want to go see all i mean they're going to see all the normal docs that you need to have happen in order to get funding. but the biggest thing is they want to know about the deal as well right okay. your personal is great but from a real estate perspective they want to understand okay what's the current market value right what's the after repair value uh, what is um, how much what, what is the construction cost going to look like? What's the timing involved? See that more information that you're able to give a lender about the deal when it comes to real estate, the more lendable you become. Right. Um, you know, so if you don't bring them details about the deal, normally I bring a full package. Mm-hmm. Um, to my lender, like uh, um, to the bank or, you know, my, my lender that's doing a lending, I'm going to build him a full package on what the deal looks like, right? Uh, mm-hmm. What the expected rents need to be, what's the comps look like. So that way they can bring that to, right? The financing team to make sure I get a better deal or better, uh, better rates when it comes to my funding, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So usually what you're saying is usually, it's usually because you want to build up some type of portfolio,
1: Correct. it's usually
0: best to start off personally.
1: Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, well, you're going to build you're going to build a personal relationship first. Right. Yes, with, with the with, bank. With, exactly. I'm yeah. saying it's, it's not going to be, hey, look, I'm going to go to this bank and I'll walk in. Hey, yeah. I, I want to I, I need three million dollars. I want to get this 20 unit apartment complex. It may not happen from day one. Um, at every bank, right? You may have to build up to that to build that credibility. Uh, so they can see you get a get a get a unit paid off, get a unit paid off, and they can see you have a history of getting loans and paying them off, right?
0: That makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Um, let me see. Um, Don said I have an organic soup business with no inventory. Also, another problem is getting clientele. I agree with you. Tell me a little bit about the soup business. Organic soup business. How oh, do you soap, have soap, that soap, with no
1: soap. inventory? You said soup, soup, sub. <laughs>
0: Oh, soap business. Uh, what it does?
1: It does the the, the writing is looks crazy on the screen, but yeah. So okay, oh, okay. Organic, So
0: so you have an organic soap business with no inventory. How is that possible, Don? So you did not have to purchase anything because with inventory, and, like maybe
1: he's saying, maybe he's saying he needs to make make he makes makes it to order
0: on inventory. No, he said I have an I have an organic soap business with no inventory. Okay, so then are you saying you selling it so much that you don't have? Okay, so just, I need a little bit
1: more. I need yeah, a little bit me, more. So we, need, we need a little bit more, a little bit more. more stuff, right? <laughs> We are my, our minds, right?
0: Yes. <laughs> Let's see. Um, what about the upfront needs from franchising? Money needed uh, uh up front.
1: So actually on the franchise side, um what what I what I've seen in the past as doing really well. Uh, when you're trying to get a franchise, um, mm-hmm. for you to work with a um, a franchise partner or a franchise um, broker, a franchise broker, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. franchise broker, they do they do a really good job. Um, and there's this guy in New Orleans, I forgot his name, um, Ted Fireman, that's him, Bo, um, that I used before. Ted Fireman, I don't know if he's still in business now, um, but he he was a really great franchise um, broker to where he broke it down what franchises available based on your Um, your range, what your profit margins need to be. He looked at every single industry, what you're looking at. So sometimes with franchise financing, number one, we talked about last week about Mm -hmm. losing a ROBS plan that you can use 401k financing. But a lot of times that broker will link you up with a company that will do in-house financing for you on a franchise. Right. Yeah. Now, you'll still need some upfront money. Right. So that's where you, you want to have. They're going to want to see some liquid cash outside of a loan. So on franchises, they may say, you know, I remember back in the day where you can actually get a Wingstop franchise. Right. That's, what, you know, for like fifty thousand dollars. Right. And then you can, you know, had a net worth, I think, one hundred and fifty grand or something. Um, back then that you can do that. So there's different ways to get it, but it's really depend upon what franchise that you pick, right? And using a franchise broker to help you understand, okay, how can I get additional funding um, um, in, in that line? Yeah.
0: I, I mean, one of the things too, like um, I had a colleague of mine who who purchased like five accounting firms. One of the things that he did was he created a contract to where he he partnered with those individual for the first two years. So then, what it does it created um, it created a relationship with the client because he didn't want to come out new to those clients. So he created a relationship to where the person that he's purchasing those farm from. Um, is able to introduce him so the first two years it kept him still as owner but coming in it was it was kind of like a process and um, I think with franchise that could probably also work Um, start have a relationship with an individual that's already doing that like if I could think of um, I would want to be what a Chick-fil-a franchise right so I would want to create a relationship with an individual that owns one already Um, that, and that would probably help with the process. Um, any recommendation, let me pull, um, Leah question in any recommendation. Oh, sorry, Leah. Any recommendation on companies that finance government contract next week? We actually have our guest speaker coach who's going to be going over government contract Leah, um, put it in your calendar to be here next week. He's going to, he's going to, um, he's going to be, he's going to be able to answer all the government contracts for you. Um, Don says my credit is horrible. Um, I can't get inventory, but have to use my own money and funds are tight. I absolutely understand that, um, Don, because I remember when I first started my firm, um, funds were really tight and clients didn't just, you know, I didn't open my firm and clients were running in. So I would say um, one of the big things that I had to learn real quick is not I can't be shy, you know, not to be shy. So because it was a service that I was providing and I knew people needed that service, I needed to put myself out there. So um, I would recommend, you know, put 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 your, um, your organic soap out there. Put yourself out there. Um, so then you could build capital. You could build some cash flow. And from that cash flow, you could build inventory. Um, I always say, you know, uh, when I first started my firm, I would cut my incomes in half. I would put a small portion of my income aside, right? To work on the things that will bring me more client like marketing, right? Wait, you got- mm-hmm.
1: go, ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: I would say the, the two biggest expense that you have in business, right? Is, is marketing. Marketing and payroll is like the two biggest expense. So I would say, um, put yourself out there. Don't be shy and start marketing your organic soap. Um, so you can build some cash flow.
1: Yeah, because that's what I was about to say. Like a lot of times, if you have a tangible product, right, I think sometimes we think that we have to have the product before we sell it. Yeah,
0: yeah. You you
1: can sell it before you have the product, right? So again, especially living in digital age, I mean, again, if I had a soap business saying, hey, like my credits is horrible, uh, or, uh, my funds are tight. Okay. Well understand the I would say number one, use social media, right? Number one, your biggest, your biggest thing that you can do if you have a tangible product, like a soap business is, is to actually teach what you're doing for people. Right? So yeah. I would even have a tutorial of me baking. soap. what are the ingredients that it takes to make soap? Uh, right um what, what is what are the what is the process i would explain the process and that would be a part of my marketing that would be a part of my instagram my my etsy if i'm probably selling it on etsy i'm doing a tutorial on how to make your own organic soap and then yeah. a link in bio if you want to order your soap for me that i make personally hey click the link in the bio so now you get orders you get paid up front now when you get the money now you can go make the soap then once you make the yeah. soap, then you know what you can go you can go ship it off. So you don't need money. Again, that's what i say. You don't need money to make money. A lot of times you need an idea, especially now on the internet, you can show people if once you have a tangible product, okay, this is what I can do. Show them, boom, let them pay. You ship it off. You don't even, who cares about credit now? You don't need it. Who cares about, right? (laughs) It doesn't matter, right? That matters, right? It it just, matters about what are you going to do to actually hustle and get out there?
0: Yep. You got to, you got to put the grind in and yep. even with listen you could put an ebook together and how to create your own organic soap yeah listen uh, <laughs> dude i want to know how to make my own organic well, just, soap.
1: they can tell you can we can tell chat gpt real quick to make us an ebook right
0: yeah <laughs> <him laughs> <up. laughs> I want to learn how to make my own organic soap, especially like with people that have skin issues, you know, you could do before and afters because people are very visual, right? Whenever you have a product, people like to see who are very visual. So I would literally do a before and after, listen, this is your skin before you use my soap. This is your skin after you use my soap smooth <laughs> yep. I like the organic soup soap idea listen I want to know how to make my own organic soap so Don, definitely hit me up after this I want my I, I like and do you have a website do you have a website where people can actually order your soap um or are you brick um are you going to um these markets like um I had to learn really quick I had to be where people are at if I if I have a product I need to sell or a service that I need to sell I need to be where people at so I was in every um, whatever you call them <laughs> events so and passing out my business card that's when business card was a thing now you don't need business card you just need to be in Instagram
1: that's
0: <laughs> no, it Instagram is your business card okay guys so we did say what did we say we said all right you do need um. You froze. We need you froze. um. You need your financial. Me in the chat? No, yes. I'll wait
1: till she unfrozes, maybe.
0: Oh, I'm frozen. Put in
1: the chat if y'all can still hear me. Am yeah. I okay? Or am I frozen too? You frozen. Uh, I'm frozen.
0: <laughs> now you're not.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, you're not either. I was like, I mean, okay, cool. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> so we talked about look at your financial picture, right? Start by considering what you can't afford, um, given your current income, expense, and other debt obligation get a handle on how much money comes in your household each month. So it's so funny how your business finance and your personal finance need to be aligned. Yes. It's yeah. They both need to be aligned and where the money goes, make sure you consider your net income. What is available to you after taxes? Not before, after uh, we can hear you. Okay, great. Um, when we yeah. talk about the P and L, another important factor is I'll hear people say, Oh, um abby i want to buy a house no problem um the bank was looking at my p&l well sweetheart you had a loss for the last five years that's not you you want to make sure that you are creating a net income um check your credit score and reports because if you're looking for funding banks will go looking into your credit score check your credit score um you want to also figure out your finances um, before any purchase or any inventory, like we said, um, and make sure that your business structure, that you respect your entity. Like banks like to see a flow of things in your bank account. So they'll usually ask for your personal um, and your business. So yeah, what they a- don't like to see is like a big deposit um, and they don't like to see um, uh, like a t- tiny deposit. So you want to make sure that there is a flow. Okay. We can yeah. hear you, yes, but you're frozen. <laughs> um, uh, so. You're you a little bit frozen, but we can hear you. <laughs> I'm frozen now? Um,
1: Yes, you are. Oh, wow. What? I mean, you are frozen, I'm no. frozen. That's kind of weird. Maybe okay. if I Hold on. Let me see if I shut off. What about now?
0: You're still frozen.
1: Come on. Vic, why <laughs> you got me frozen?
0: <laughs> I'm just looking like, I don't know you frozen, but... <laughs> Thank you. Listen, but hopefully this this was very helpful, guys. Um, next week we are going to dig longer into funding. Um, okay,
1: I do have do have a couple options. Hold on, let me see. I do have some couple things real quick. Let me see if I can no share problem. my screen. Um, let's share screen. Yeah. Let's see.
0: Well, try share. to see if you share screen. I mean, you're frozen, but check your screen.
1: Yeah. So it okay? What about this one? Can y'all see my screen now?
0: Yeah, we can see your screen.
1: Okay, I probably have too much stuff up um let me do this so these are just some of the resources that kind of can help um as you're do as you're kind of looking at business funding and this is what i also use uh when i was really learning about this because sometimes it's really good to go through the process um go go through the process um when you're doing business funding right mm-hmm. so lindio is one of the good place to kind of start um they have really good concierge that can help you walk you through um and go through the application let you know what you you can apply for what you shouldn't apply for Uh, You know, there's no impact on your credit, but I thought it was a great exercise when I was using them to understand the credit in a loan process. Right. What's available to me. Right. Mm -hmm. And remember what we talked about last week as far as building your business credit. I think that's more important to focus on first before you just jump into loans. Right. Because if you if your business profile and your personal credit profile is legitimate, then everything on this part that we're going to go through will also improve. Okay. Right. Um, this next one, of course, we've heard of Blue Vine. A lot of people heard of that. That's a, another that really different. good place to start. OK, um, they got a lot of banking relationships. But this other one here is, I thought, really good. This is this SBG funding. OK, OK. So and, and this it tells you right here all that you need to qualify. Right. They want on this one. They do want to see 250K in annual revenue. Right. They mm-hmm. do want to see six months here in business, at least a 500 plus in FICO score. Right. That's what they want to see sometimes. Right um so so it's so it's helpful it's not bad you no know, no it's not it's not bad they have really good funding i think almost like 85 percent uh or so um get funding to have a yeah a, a, with an 85 percent approval rate um you know they're really good with funding if you have some decent numbers right mm-hmm. so sbg funding is a good one to kind of look at okay yeah.
0: i think they're 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 um they're required um, Net is that net or gross
1: this is gross this is gross revenue
0: yeah okay
1: yeah um Another one on here is um X, uh, Xen- Xen- X, I can't even pronounce it, right? X- Xenium. Yeah, Xenium, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're also really good um for especially for digital technology, right? If you have a fintech app or anything like that, they're really good with financing as well. Okay. Okay. Um and what else I got on here? Uh on deck is also another another good one. Yeah, it's I've accounting. heard of OnDeck. Yeah. Um so they they have a lot of good small business long long terms, line of credits. Um, so these are just some of the ones that I've used in the past that I've researched, um, you know, but again, the, the part that's so important. Right. So lump sum, you know, between five to 250 K maximum term limit. So there's this really shorter limits. Right. So yeah. this is for people that know that they can turn it around. Um, pretty quickly. This is not saying, hey, look, I want a loan for 10 years. Right. But this is something that's going to come out typically, you know, daily or weekly payments that they have cash flow coming in. They got something predictable, mm-hmm. but you may need that for operations. You may need that for payroll, those type things to where you can scale. But, you know, if you have additional helpers and work that that that's going to bring money back into your pocket. Yes. All right. So these are some, you know, some good ones. Um, you know, no hard credit pool, fast funding on this one. I'm trying to think this is where. Whereas one of there's one of them actually told me the. Uh, oh, here it is. Are we a match? check your business long term. Boom. One year in business, 625 FICO, 100,000 in business, a revenue business checking account. You good. Okay. Right. So, again, a lot of these a lot of these things aren't very difficult. It's just that, again, there's levels to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you're in business one or two years, you're making cash flow. And I, and I feel like. For most businesses, it is it, not going to be too cash intensive in the beginning. Um, yeah. Again, unless you're doing a big brick and mortar business, brick and mortar business. But more than likely, if you're doing a brick and mortar, you probably were doing something before before you got to the brick and mortar, right? Mm-hmm. That's probably like a, a step up. So you should have some revenue before you kind of get started. and I always recommend people. You know, not getting into debt as much as possible um, in the beginning of their business that you need to get started. So those are just a couple resources that I feel that are kind of real helpful.
0: Very good.
1: Am I Very still frozen?
0: Good. You are still frozen. Oh, wow. It's OK. We'll let it go. Let it go. We'll
1: guys, <laughs> <Jesus. All>
0: right. <laughs> yes, those are some great resources, guys. So if some of you are looking for funding. Um, Chris has provided you guys with at least six great, um, um, resources that you guys can actually look into. Um, I've used Bluevine, um, before, um, I like them. Um, I like their, um, services as well. So I say, take, take advantage, review, um, their requirements, um, and, and see what they're looking for. But and then also communicate, communicate with either your financial advisor or communicate with your accountant that you are looking into um, those banks. Okay. You're not floating anymore. you good.
1: OK, I'm good to go. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: You're good to go. Do you guys have any questions for us in regards to funding, in regards to um, resources, and what is it that the banks are looking for um, as you um, walk in the door um, um, when it comes to getting money from them? Um, I did look. We have no questions. Don't forget, if you do have any questions, guys, um, don't forget to send them to us, um, and we would be happy to answer them. We did have – Couple of questions from last week, but we did also answer those questions. Um, but let us know, let us know about your businesses. Let us know um have you tried to get funding? Um let us know what questions you also have about uh government contract so we can make sure that um coach answers those questions for you next week do you have anything else for everyone else um chris
1: no i'm just excited for next week for our guests to really talk yeah. about the uh contracting and funding and um let's really get some good nuggets on that um, but I'm really looking forward to hear if anybody got, you know, took the steps that we did last week that are working on it. I'm um, ahead and put the email up there for us, Vic, um, put some, get some steps up there from last week that I did on the business credit funding, because, you know, those seven steps that we gave, those are things that you can start now and do now, um, mm-hmm. to start to build and start the process.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And let us know, you know, if you have hiccups or, um, if, um, if you have any questions, you know, um, with those steps. All right, guys. Um, Don't forget we are here for you guys. That is the whole goal of the red line. So any questions that you guys have in regards to taxation, your business structures, um, retirement, um, that's what we're here for. So don't hesitate to reach out to us um, at the help help at the come up um, and send us your questions and we'll be happy to answer them for you guys.
1: Let's do it.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank you again for showing up. I'm your tax strategist, Abby Joseph.
1: (laughs) I'm your financial advisor, Christopher Bush.
0: You guys have a wonderful rest of your night. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye.